2: You live from DNHQ in beautiful South Pasadena, California, home of your world champion Los Angeles Lakers. This is Blue Heaven Podcast.
0: I like how we just we get to take credit for that. Yeah, I like it, that.
2: This is yeah. us. We did it. We did it. Reddit. everybody. We, we know this is. Uh, we're doing this on a Sunday. It's a little bit weird, a little bit different, but we uh, we we knew. We know this is a tight week. Uh, our Dodgers are coming up. Lakers just won tonight. We wanted to celebrate a little bit of some Laker championships. We want to talk to you guys. But leading off, first off, I am Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, you can. I, I follow him there. He's
0: a, he's a good <laughs> follow. I am Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. On today's show, we're going to talk about the Sham Diego sweep because we got to <laughs> really break that down. I don't feel like we got to revel no. in that enough. No. I don't feel like we nearly got to bask in the glory that was a sweep. Of the San Diego Padres, we'll dive into that a little bit. We also How sweet
2: it is. Go ahead. that was pretty
0: good. Record that later. Uh, we'll also need to dive into the Atlanta Braves. That's our next opponent. That's yeah. the one team that stands in the way of us getting to the World Series. So we'll dive into them a little bit because and we'll we have a lot to say.
2: We'll have a uh, guest, former Dodgers Nation editor and, and current beat writer for the Atlanta Braves, Gabe Burns. He's been on with us a few times. We got a pop over there in the corner, so we'll go ahead and mute the uh, mute the Slack. But we'll tell them what else is on the show
0: uh we'll, we'll go on a series uh preview predictions we'll talk mm-hmm. about it we like to give our predictions and previews as we always do uh we're usually wrong sometimes we're right we i don't think either of us were right about last series i think uh, the dodgers exceeded expectations that last series did. that they did um we'll talk about the uh, uh <laughs> the uh we'll call it controversial not well received the Dodgers drive-in, which has not been well-received online yeah. so far, but we'll, we'll get to that because we want to we want to get your opinions. We also have to talk some giveaways and a whole lot more.
2: Yeah, we're excited about a giveaway, cool giveaway, fun giveaway. Uh, we, we, we recorded it literally seconds before doing this, so I took away the mystery there. Let's dig into the comments right now. A lot of people on the stream, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us, and everybody, of course, is thrilled, they're stoked, they're happy for the Lake Show. We got Dingers. Dingers is in the stream, our good friend. Uh, Truth or Dinger saying, Lakers! Katie, happy birthday, Katie. Uh, let's give her one of these. And uh, right there. Says uh, Dodgers got to bring home that second championship to L.A. this year. Uh, what do you think about that? You like that? The 1988, that. the 1988 repeat. Let's do it. Repeat. Let's get it done. A f- seen a few of those in there. Sandra's in here saying, hola. Hola, Sandra. How are you doing? Hope you're having a splendid Sunday uh, night night. I feel bad for any of our East Coast people. I mean, The ah, podcast. They like okay. to stay up. iTunes, Spotify. Honey. Yeah. Uh, find some more find some goodies uh
0: (laughs) yep there is a lot of uh uh, lakers get one now it's time for the dodgers and i definitely feel that i do like there's only one la basketball team um Mm -hmm. so obviously it makes sense that we'd be very excited about them winning the winning their nba championship and now us dodgers getting to win one hopefully hopefully coming up here pretty soon um Never in my life thought there would be a chance for me to see the Lakers win a championship in the same month as the Dodgers. And this is the only month that it (laughs) could ever exist in the history of humanity that it could possibly happen. So I'm very excited about that. It's a good opportunity.
2: (laughs) Alfredo asks, uh, Manny Machado still mad? Ooh, we'll find out. We're not going to find out. We're not going to call him. Dingers brings up a
0: good point. He says he wants a City of Champions shirt. And I'm like, dude, that would be a sick shirt. And I'm really looking forward to that. And thank you for the idea. And, Eddie, I hope you're listening and you're ready.
2: Ready, Eddie. Mm-hmm. Oh, Joe. Uh, Joe. Joe is jo- a jo- vlog. Somebody on YouTube. Thanks for hanging out. This question: Do we want the Astros or Tampa? That is a great question that we're saving for near the end of the show because there's a lot. There's a lot of other things to do. We got we got Gabe waiting in the green room um, on the phone for when I call him, so we don't want to keep him holding too late, uh, holding up too late because it's a lot later for him. He's out there in uh, the the center of the country. What do they call that? The middle. The middle. <laughs> the middle part. So. Uh you want to dig into the good stuff? Let's get moving. Oh, so, recap, a little bit of recap of them that, that San Diego Sham Diego series. Uh the bats came alive, the positives like we'll kind of bounce back and forth a little bit. We're not going to dig too much into this cuz there's more important things, you know. Like the Padres, for example, they have all the time in the world to think about what they did in the postseason. All the time to think about the things they didn't do. As for, you know, people like us, we have to think about what's coming next, uh, you know, because uh, it's not over yet. But for LA, the Bats came alive. Big timeouts coming out of the bullpen. Not talking about <laughs> Kenley yet. Uh, Manny Crichato was a great part of the series. Huh. F- I think my favorite part of it all was, was uh, Padres fans getting their first opportunity to really, like, oof online. Because you got to figure, Padres haven't been in the, uh, the the playoffs since, like, before the internet was born. <laughs> definitely before twitter they've never they've never experienced this so they don't understand uh you know hubris the way we do no i mean you look back (laughs) on it and uh there's not
0: like tweets that you can pull up from dodgers fans if let's say the padres were to find a way to win there are no tweets there's nothing in existence that you can pull from my book from any from your bookmarks that can be like haha look at this loser (laughs) padres fans on the (laughs) other hand Listen, I got to teach you guys how to internet. I got to teach you guys how to Twitter. I got to teach you guys how to hubris. You're just doing it wrong. You're doing it all wrong. And so, last week, <laughs> when we did take that series, and when we did sweep said series, mm-hmm. there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of trash talking that you can do online. There was a lot of polling receipts that could have been done and was nah. done, and I did and you did. Um, it was a lot of fun. I think. I think. I. I I, I saved maybe four or five bookmarked tweets that I just really wanted to go after people mm-hmm. for, and I absolutely did, and I went after them, and most of them got deleted, so.
2: <laughs> yeah, there Coward's was, the, I like you. the one kid who kept deleting every time, like everything somebody would, would pull back up or comment on, it would be quickly be deleted, so, uh, again, they're a bunch of tiny, small children, they're learning, and we... I think everybody was also pretty congratulatory of of the Padres. The Padres are, are a good team. They're going to continue to be a good team. You know, the people who are like, "Oh, well, we didn't have La like, well, you know, it's like, hey, "Well, yeah, that happens." We have we we've had postseason. We didn't Kershaw. have Jimmy <laughs> Nelson. We didn't have Jimmy Nelson. The heck. Um, give me something on Manny Machado.
0: <sighs> man, uh there's a lot of things that I could say about Manny. Um, I like Manny Machado. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm just gonna throw that in there. I do like him. I think he's a good ball player. I think that he uh, is a little bit a crybaby, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that, and I'm gonna go with that. And I think he's kind of been like that throughout his career. It's yes. just now we kind of start to notice it a little bit more now that it's in our backyard. I think Royals fans would probably have a little bit more to say about Manny Machado. Yeah. Maybe even A's fans might have more to say about Manny Machado, but. I didn't I just didn't like his personality this whole series man. I didn't like anything no, about him.
2: No. I mean, you know if he wants to do he wants to chuck his bat, it was a big home run, cool. Have fun with it. No problem. But but for him to complain about Bruce dot Dar- Bruce Dar, uh, is a big giant happy baby and he was thrilled that one, yeah, he got his bacon saved. But and who doesn't love bacon? Mm. But also he was probably pretty damn happy that his teammate made a phenomenal like a highlight reel play for the rest of eternity on that. And, you know, he didn't know what to do. He threw his ball, threw his glove, threw his hat, all that kind of stuff. It, it, was, uh, it was pretty cool to see that, but then to have Manny go and cry afterwards and then be, be like, oh, I'll see you or I'll be waiting for you. And then he comes up the next at bat. And we've seen this with Manny before. He, he, he tried to go middle. He did go middle. Luckily, Bruce is a brilliant dancer dance right out of the way of that easy out from uh i think it was c t up the middle there but we've we've seen Manny throw his bat at the pitcher before when he was uh an oriole that's just manny that's just what they call manny being manny and uh, oh, I think I have a cry button somewhere on here i gotta i gotta find it, but instead we're gonna issue a personal foul, be a better uh leader for your ball club and just play to win instead of playing to get you know the last laugh or whatever it is. Ericson stream by the way coming at us from the bubble.
0: Oh, live from the bubble, Mr. Eric. Good to see you. Hopefully you're uh, keeping busy in your
2: hotel room. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. It's making them fire edits. Make sure yeah. you guys go follow, follow Eric at whatever his handle is. I don't have it in front of me. E-V-C. Elemental P L
0: something like that.
2: Eric, I got your back. Sort of. Cool moments from the series. There were there were a couple cool, really cool moments. J T becomes the all-time hittingest Dodger in postseason history. Which one part it? That's badass. We get to see that. That that's our generation. You think of how <laughs> the Dodgers haven't been around for just a couple of years. You know, it's been right. a little bit longer. So there's some history there. Uh, there's also a lot of history in the postseason. Plus, like the added flavor of JT growing up a Dodger fan. That's just like, man, that's that's really cool. You know, they all played it down. I loved what he said. He's like, hey, you know what? Uh, what is it? Records are cool, but rings are better. Right. It's what you got to do. That's the way they're supposed to do it.
0: Yeah, and the, you add in the fact like his whole storyline too, like mm-hmm. just the way he was cut from the Mets and came over on a minor league contract and just worked his way into the organization and became mm-hmm. this phenomenal postseason player and just player in general, it's pretty awesome. And yeah. the, add in the fact that you look at it and since, uh, since the Mets cut him, they have about the same number of, of postseason <laughs> hits as Justin Turner does, a little bit more actually, but about the same, we'll call it that. So it's pretty <laughs> impressive, it's really cool to see um on top of that you also get uh i mean Will Smith dude he yeah <laughs> he just showed up you knew it was going to happen eventually he was smoking the ball the entire series but you knew it was going to happen eventually
2: yeah that was really cool to see that another record breaking performance i think it was also a a rookie record not rookie but it was was some sort of record was it, was it an like, NL record or just a Dodger record
0: it was a Dodger record and a baseball record for catchers just come up with There's just records
2: for everything, you know.
0: (laughs) This is uh, the first time since uh, 1927 that a a player wearing cleats that is right-handed and uh, has an astigmatism in his left eye, (laughs) that kind of stat.
2: (laughs) I can go for that kind of record. Yeah. By the way, Eric wants his big ring for his pull-up, hashtag pull-up. If you do that, you got to bring back the gram, though. You know it plays better on the stories, bruh. Bruh. The eye openers, and we're going to talk more about those throughout the week. Because in case you guys have missed it, we, we've we've mentioned it on the podcast a few times. Like, look, we're going to probably do this a few times a week, and then we don't because by the end of the week we get burned out. Thank God, the last series only went three. <laughs> I don't think we could have done any more pre games. So we were burned out. It's I a lot was of tired, <laughs> but uh, we are pre gaming every game on Dodgers Nation. So, so go to our YouTube YouTube dot com slash Dodgers Nation TV. Subscribe there. Hit that notification bell. And uh, you'll get notified whenever we do go live. We go live for the uh, the pregame, and Doug goes live for the postgame right uh, right after the game, right after that final out. So it's a good time to to hang out, talk about the game, be mad, potentially be mad at Kenley Jansen, who uh, might have uh, successfully lost his job in the last series because he um, sadly just looks like yeah. he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. He he's he's too low on himself, and and you put him in a spot to you know get some. Uh, get some of that confidence back you know. just because he's not in the he's not a closer he's not the ninth inning guy and again we'll dig more into this throughout the week uh, just because he's not the closer per se anymore doesn't mean he can't get big outs in route to a world championship with the Dodgers if he wants to be that guy he says he wants to be that guy to be like look I want to be here to get a title for LA a title for my team we've been there uh, we've been so close then be the guy that maybe gets some huge outs in the sixth that we needed or the eighth or whatever it is move him around uh be open to move around and all that kind of stuff and you hope you hope kenley finds his way um way back into getting maybe the final outs of a world series as we knock on whatever this table's made out of i would like to point out that in our uh preseason predictions back in like january
0: uh, mm-hmm. before obviously the world shut down and had different plans for us i predicted yeah. that he would lose his uh start his closing job that you did um i think if you do the math it about evens out to the time frame of where he would have lost it so i would just like to take credit for that and also i apologize because i said <laughs> that would happen that's on me
2: you you put it into the uh, the baseball ether? i
0: put it into the ether and it came back and i'm so sorry uh eric is gonna go <laughs> smash a bottle of wine in honor of like <laughs> eric go enjoy that you deserve it you earned it go lakers thank you for being here um yeah Another big takeaway from this. I'm going to get away from Kenley Jansen a little bit because he kind of makes me sad. He probably makes you sad, but he kind of makes me sad, too.
2: Did you get your last point before we throw to our special guest, Gabe? Yeah. uh, Yeah. Before that, Julio, man. Julio was killing it. Julio's going to be the huge, huge X factor factor for this NLCS. And uh, to talk a lot about this NLCS and uh, a team that we really haven't seen in quite a while, we're going to bring in uh braves beat writer for the ajc or the atlanta journal constitution which took me a while to learn is a thing because i don't live that way he's also a former dodgers nation editor i got to find the button and there it is mr gabe, gabe burns how you doing bud
1: hey guys thanks for having me you're right it has it has it feels like it's been forever since the braves and dodgers played each other it used to feel like we would I know they're only playing like six times a year, but it just used to feel like we saw each other a lot more often, and Mm -hmm. now it's been quite a while.
2: I think the last matchup was uh, August. August of 2019, Dodgers went, uh, what, 4-2 and against the Bravos last year, but it's a new-look Braves. This might be the best matchup in baseball for the Dodgers, potentially the biggest challenge challenge yet. Let us know about uh, these sort of semi-new-look but still old-look Braves
1: yeah it's pretty crazy. I mean this team is so different from the one the Dodgers eliminated a couple of years ago uh obviously, it's a lot more experienced but um this lineup i mean they obviously you've probably seen the numbers uh the Bra- the Braves and Dodgers offenses are like neck and neck for the two best in baseball uh the pitching uh the Braves is the Braves do not have the rotation depth the Dodgers have, and that's really i would say the biggest difference between the two teams but they have two high-level uh, frontline guys, just like the Dodgers do, and then you've got the bullpens. I mean, these are both these are both strong bullpens. I, the Braves have more certainty in the ninth inning there, but uh, still, I mean, just all around, it, these these teams are. It's just such an entertaining matchup, really. You couldn't ask for more out of a. I'd have been a best of seven in LCS because, I, mean, I mean, in my opinion, I know the Braves weren't there last year. Mm-hmm. I know the Dodgers weren't there last year. Mm, but yeah. for the last two years, I, I feel comfortable saying these two teams have been the best two in the National League.
0: Absolutely. Gabe, you kind of look at the Dodgers, and I think one of the biggest strengths this year, we've been talking about you know, going into the uh wild card series, it was like, you know, the Dodgers are one of the deepest teams in baseball, but that doesn't really help you in a wild card series. It doesn't really help you in a division series and a game mm-hmm. in a five game series, but it definitely helps you in a best of seven. How do the Braves handle a potential seven game series with this juggernaut of uh of depth, I guess?
1: Well, it's gonna be tough because I mean nobody is gonna be calling the Reds and Marlins the toughest road to the NLCS. So You know, the Braves aren't really a franchise that usually gets a lot of breaks, especially (laughs) when it comes to the playoffs. But I do feel like they they got a good one this year. I mean, Cincinnati, obviously some strong pitching, but the Braves were better than them. And then to draw the Marlins in the NLDS is about the best case scenario that you can ask for. So this is going to present a whole nother challenge for them. Uh, This team, it has depth, but it's just general depth is not – up to the level of the Dodgers, mm-hmm. the rotation depth, it definitely isn't. And I think, you know, we'll see how this series really unfolds, how long it goes, because once you get past the Braves' as top two, you know, Kyle Wright, he's, he's shown a lot, really, since he, he had a stint at the alternate training site. Came back, and he's looked much improved. He struggled early against the Marlins in game three, turned it around and looked really good. So, I mean, they feel pretty good about their third starter. Fourth is just up in the air. Mm -hmm. They have a couple of young guys who, you know, are really hit or miss that they're going to start and what could turn into a bullpen game. And then what do you do if it, you know, five, six, seven? I, I just feel like. You know, if you are looking for the biggest difference between these two teams, besides just the experience, uh, it's definitely when you get the longer the series goes, the the Dodgers just have better pitching options. But, I mean, again, the, both the bullpens are really good, and the Braves do have frontline guys and MVP caliber players too. So it, it is neck and neck across the board.
2: Yeah, when you look at uh, if you're you know playing it simple, and you look at Baseball Reference or whatever, we talking about that pitching staff on paper, it looked at the top there like maybe that's where the struggle has been in in the uh in the bullpen but if you look down a little bit deeper some of those numbers there's some low eras some guys got healthy some guys came back uh and it showed it it, so far in the in the the postseason how uh how much better are is this bullpen and and is the pitching staff as a whole than maybe just somebody who's taking a, a light glance at it uh you know how much better are they than
1: that Well, definitely the rotation. Like, if you look at the Braves' regular season numbers, starting pitching-wise, you would be incredibly unimpressed. (laughs) Because I mean, they are—they are not good. You'd be going like, "Oh, like this—this stinks!" Like, what are we talking about here? But it really is—it requires context to look at it. So. Mm I mean, the Braves have just been screwed left and right when it comes to starting pitching. I mean, their best starter tore his Achilles, Mike Soroka, so he won't be pitching. They had two guys they were counting on coming into the year, Sean Newcomb and Mike Fultonevich, who were just bad. Mm-hmm. So they just demoted them for ineffectiveness. Cole Hamels was just a bust free agent signing. He made one start for them. So they just, you know, they just kept getting hit, and they kept kind of piecing this rotation together as they go. And it's pretty incredible that. You know they managed to win the two seed. They had uh, they had less wins than the Padres, but so they had the third best record in the NL. But for them to have done that, considering where their rotation was, was pretty impressive. And the bullpen too. Um, there's some really there's some unsung heroes in that group. And like one of the main guys, Will Smith, who a lot of people you know they signed him to that big deal, and a yeah. lot of people figured he was going to be the best guy. Well, he had COVID before the season mm-hmm. and he was late joining the team and it really just seems to, it just seemed to have taken him a long time to really get going he gave up 11 hits in the regular season and seven of them were homers Ooh. so yeah so it's, it's just really weird so he was i mean i kind of gave him somewhat of a pass mm-hmm. um just because for some of these guys who were delayed like that i mean it, that wasn't the case with freddie freeman who also had it and he came back and he's probably going to be the mvp but yeah In Will Smith's case, he's looked a lot better uh, since the postseason started. I mean, he looks like himself again. And it's just everyone kind of in this bullpen. It's full of former all-stars, veteran guys, and and guys who kind of came out of nowhere to be productive. And I mean, they've given up one run in five games. So, I mean, really the bullpen has just come together at the perfect time for him.
0: Not to mention you have former uh, Dodger legend Travis Darnot (laughs) behind the plate. That's that's definitely going (laughs) to help you out a little bit. Um, You're talking about (laughs) Freddie Freeman a little bit. We've been talking about MVP candidates, you know, for the past couple weeks leading into the playoffs and stuff like that. Freddie Freeman, just, I mean, it's part of it is probably because, you know, we're not playing each other. We're not seeing a lot of the other mm-hmm. teams. But Freddie Freeman really snuck up on me when I started looking at the numbers. And I'm like, holy crap, this guy's having a monster <laughs> of a season. What has been that biggest difference for Freddie this year to change things up? Because he's always good, but, man, he's putting up some ridiculous numbers.
1: Yeah, it really – he got off to a slow start because, again, so he, he missed most of camp because he had COVID, and he winds up coming back five days before opening day. He gets off to a pretty terrible start in his first 30 at-bats or so. And then something just kind of clicked for him, and then he, he just couldn't make an out since. And, and you know, he's always been a guy who uh, – you did a good job saying it. Like, he's always been a guy who's good, but just a little bit underappreciated, just kind of a boring player. <laughs> You know, yeah, you know, like I mean, he's not—he's no Mookie. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> just not a flashy. There's just not much to this. But you watch him, and it's just so consistent, just churning. He wound up having a 20-game hitting streak at one point. Uh, just, and they had—they had perfect protection for him. He was perfect. He had guys around him in the lineup, which he hasn't had for a lot of his mm-hmm. career because the—the the early portion of his prime they were rebuilding. And I mean, until last year, really, this lineup. Uh, even the lineup that faced the Dodgers a couple of years ago, it just, it just wasn't quite there yet. Now it is. Yeah. So between him and Marcel Ozuna, and I mean, Ozuna led the league in homers and RBI. So between those two, uh, I, I think, you know, you look at Bellinger and Mookie and mm-hmm. Freddie and Ozuna, you, you have a foursome there that's really worth watching in this series.
2: And of course, you could mix in very, very easily and very quickly uh, Ronald Acuna, who just even with the maybe less than beautiful batting average for the old school type. You look at that on base uh, at, or what, just over 400 or something like that. That kid just keeps tearing the cover off the ball. And you, you know, didn't get a lot of production out of, uh, out of right field, you know, with that, that it, it, will he be here? Won't he be here with Marcakis and just kind of moving some things around. It looked like, uh, I don't know if he was, uh, you know, health, uh, unhealthy or not, but Ender, uh, NCR just kind of seemed to have cratered at least on paper, but, uh, despite all of that second in the NL or wait, first in the NL and OPS second in, in dingers and all that. So this team can, it seemed like they could,
1: they could definitely swing it. Yeah, though they get, they get production from all kinds of different guys. I mean, it's Travis Garneau, Dodgers legend. I mean, he has put, he's, he's finally healthy, you know, he never stays healthy and he's, Mm -hmm. you know, they brought him in and he has just been tremendous in managing pitchers. He's been, he was their best player in this last series. Um, so he's really just been exactly what they needed there. Uh, they're playing Acuna in center now. Uh, Adam Duvall, who's really put it together, you know, he had a good year in Cincinnati a few years back and seemed like he might have been just a flash in the pan, but they kind of, they just figured he just clicked for him too. Again, they, they've had it click for several guys this year. And then he's become a force. And he's handling left field because nobody wants to watch Marcelo Zuna play the field, <laughs> so, so he's their permanent DH. And then, yeah, Mark has has not had a great year by his standards. So I, I would say that him, and then when Austin Riley is not quite on, that's probably your the weakest point of that lineup. But they also did it. You know, Acuna has been battling a wrist in a wrist issue, a little wrist irritation, for mm-hmm. a good chunk of the season. So he missed around eleven games or so, and Ozzie Albie's missed uh missed a month with his wrist so i mean some of their even their best guys have have not been at 100 percent, but they've still got enough production from other parts of the lineup and people exceeding expectations that it didn't really matter
0: yeah you guys have uh i mean we look at this thing top to bottom and we look at both sides and i'm looking at the entire league and I mean, in my opinion, maybe Clint agrees. Maybe maybe he doesn't on this, but I think we'll whoever now. take, <laughs> I think whoever <laughs> takes this series ultimately ends up winning the World Series. And maybe that's bold. Maybe that's not so much bold. But looking at this series specifically, the Braves beat the Dodgers. If what what has to go right for Atlanta to take down Los Angeles?
1: Oh, it's all about the rotation, you know. Like, I mean, we both of these teams can slug homers, but we know how this ballpark is here. It, it's it's going to be kind of weird. It's not mm-hmm. really homer friendly, so you know, maybe that's kind of that kind of evens out. I, I, you know, it's just the dot. We know kind of what we're going to get with um, with the Dodgers rotation and with the Braves. Is you know, Max Free didn't have a great game one start against the Marlins. Like I keep telling people, you know, they fell behind four to one against the Marlins early. Well, it's a lot different when you fall behind four to one against the Dodgers than it is the Marlins. So it's not, you know, they don't, there's not, there's a much smaller margin for error there. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it really does boil down to, can they get this quality starting pitching because they, I mean, they've been able to battle against good starters. So I will say that they're battle tested, you know, Bauer just, destroyed them though and you know Cincinnati couldn't score and they wound up winning that game in 13 innings but I I would just say the biggest thing for them is as the series goes on first of all obviously you don't want to go down 2-0 so they need to they need to get Bueller or Kershaw in one of those games but Mm -hmm. as the series goes on depending on how much the rotation depth you know comes into play here uh that's going to be the biggest thing for them
2: well uh you know on Dodgers' side, Bueller is getting a little bit healthier, so it's going to be uh, a little bit tougher for uh, for the Braves. We're hoping for a good series. We're hoping for a a fun series. Maybe uh, you know two undefeated teams. Somebody's got to go down at some point. And uh, for us, we hope to keep working. But we know uh, we know you have a busy week ahead of you, and it's late night where you're at, especially. So we'll let you go, man. Tell people where to find you on the internet so we can get some uh, some hot Braves takes and and all that good stuff
1: yeah for sure i'm at gabe burns ajc on twitter uh not too many hot takes but i I, but maybe i'll throw something out there this week and then the off season
2: maybe a few coffee shots or something like that right yeah sure (laughs) gabe burns man appreciate your time bud uh have a good uh good healthy series out there
1: yeah sure thing guys Thanks. thanks man be warned that once you pick up a refreshingly cold drink from McDonald's, and people see just how refreshingly cold that drink from McDonald's is, you may create drink envy. Because there are drinks, then there are drinks from McDonald's. For a morning brew that really creates
2: a stir, get any size iced coffee, including caramel and French vanilla, for just ninety-nine cents before eleven a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: So uh, before we, we move along into our, our next point of us talking about more Braves, Dodgers, NLCS, we have a giveaway, and here is some delicious <laughs> – damn it. Now I spoiled it. Just, just, watch, just watch the thing. Giveaway time. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? It's me. and the guy. You know me. Uh, that's the other guy. Um, look, we wanted to celebrate – this exciting Dodger season, this great Dodger season. And we also wanted to uh, find a way to thank you guys, our, our fans, Dodgers Nation fans, Blue Heaven fans, personal fans of Brooke, uh, fans of Brooke's old mustache. Rest in peace. Uh, so, everybody that's been here all season long, we wanted to thank you in some way and re- introduce you guys. You guys see him right there in the middle, our friends over at Elite Sports Collectibles, uh, along with Elite Sports. We are teaming up to give away this. Do I call it delicious? This delicious, signed, autographed image of Clayton Kershaw. I forget that. It's a a pretty big image. You can see how big it is on the screen. But why don't you tell them all about how they can get that delicious image, Brooke? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the rules are pretty
0: simple. All you need to do to enter to win this delicious Clayton Kershaw picture. You follow our Instagram. You also follow our friend Elite's Instagram as well. Go and comment your favorite Clayton Kershaw moment on the giveaway posts. On the IG feed, that's all you really need to do. They're both listed here again. Follow at officials Dodger Nation at Elite Sports Collectible on Instagram. You comment your favorite Clayton Kershaw memory on the giveaway post on our feed, and winners, the winners, winner, 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 the winner will be randomly selected and contacted on our next full Blue Heaven live stream on Monday, October nineteenth. So you got to be there. You got to be uh, present for that to be able to. Uh, Earn your winning, and to collect <laughs> said winning, we'll also reach out to the winner through DM on Instagram, just yeah. in case, because obviously people have lives and they can't always mm-hmm. be here. The winner has 48 hours to be, to respond. Yeah, or else it will be voided, and we'll have to probably select another one. But
2: yeah, it's that or burn it or something like that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we'll find somebody else to have it. So. Uh,
0: you can visit elitesportscollectibles.com for more awesome sporting memorabilia.
2: So make sure you follow them. Give us a follow, too. If you're not already following our Instagram, that'd be uh, we'd appreciate it. Eddie would appreciate that. He puts in some work on the graphics there. But uh, if you guys follow them more and more they get to uh, you know, a higher number of followers, then we look better, and then we get more stuff to give away. So that's the way it works. Uh, be, be a friend. Be a friend. you got a friend in me. Be a pal. And win a signed Clayton Kershaw uh,
0: photo because those are useful, and people like those.
2: And uh, that post should be up on Instagram by morning, if not sooner. Uh, Today's been a lot of day, so uh, you know I still got to make sure the post is ready to go on there. But yeah, comment your favorite Clayton Kershaw memory on the post on our Instagram. A bit more series preview. Today Dave Roberts confirmed more that it looks like we will have some roster changes. Not very much. Could be Eddie Rios coming back. I think you used to call them rasturbations. that's when you're thinking about it more thinking about it long and hard,
0: right. Thank you. there it is. So there could be some coming uh Eddie Rios uh-huh. could be on his way back, probably yep. on his way back. I would say probably
2: and the there's an expectation for uh a another arm to join. looking at the people that are on the taxi squad. there's an Alex Wood type, which I'm like. And then there's a Scott Alexander or whatever. Maybe they want to add a left-hander. The the Braves were, I think, about 100. They OPSed 100 points, just under 100 points lower against lefties. So I can see them trying to do that. Uh, I don't know if you want to give up a roster spot to a less-than-healthy Eddie Rios and a speed burner just a pinch runner type like and terrence gore you know like having both of those guys maybe being not 100 percent because this is a longer series again this is seven it's potentially seven games in seven days uh bare minimum it'll be four games in four days like we've talked about plays up for the dodgers for sure but to to have wasted we'll call them wasted roster spots or whatever i mean i'd rather have eddie on there over terrence gore
0: i also would i also do think that they're going to end up going with alex wood which makes me I mean a little bit sad yeah, inside. It just makes sense for the seven games. You need length in certain times. He makes sense for length. It makes me a little sad. I don't love that move.
2: Yeah, we'll find out more obviously tomorrow or today if you're listening to this on Monday when we uh when the show, the podcast will be coming out ahead of the ball game early morning. Thoughts on the lineup. Do you think there's going to be much change? I I I feel we like the team of um much platooning has become possibly the most consistent lineup we've ever it's seen really strange to not <laughs>
0: know who's going to be or to know who's going to be in the lineup every mm-hmm. single day we're used to uh it could be anybody today honestly that's what we're used to but now we're getting consistency the only thing that's really happening is moving around mm-hmm. if if you can even say that but yeah i mean in terms of what i'd change up you put up a ton of runs against the padres i would uh probably not have kike get in there at any point if it were up to me but He's it starting
2: game mean, one now. Yeah, he's in he there is, because he's, in there. he's hit well against Max Fried in the past, and I think that's the first time uh, that, or yeah, just maybe the lefty matchup thing. But that's the first time it sounds that Dave has said something like that, right? Where it's like just we like up. what he's done in the past. Um, before we get into some comments, because we know we've left you guys hanging for a little while, and we apo- I I apologize. Uh, the idea too of like the the Rios thing. Obviously, he would really just DH jock you know kind of came alive there in that that game three so you wonder you know eddie rios is oh for this the, the postseason because he only got into one game but he just just you know i guess good good problems to have but uh people are upset at you even uh putting alex wood into the ethos potentially getting that uh, randy winfield does not want to see alex wood on the nlc roster nlcs roster so does hashtag black mamba
0: go lakers uh katie musgrove on a facebook says hopefully it's playoff alex wood though
2: yeah what is playoff alex wood uh he's the one who goes through a lot more signs <laughs> yeah that's with. the one playoff alex wood there you go with what's his face you <laughs> know the guy I need to forget with, with the face yep uh gore uh or sorry brandon likes gore for some added pinch running speed to manufacture runs and you wonder maybe the the, the wheels do play up in a, a series like this he didn't make an appearance on huh? He does not. He, he still that has that. not made an appearance. He is still not technically alive for the Dodgers. Uh, so I th- far. I think for the NLDS, you know, as much um, you know, has been written about the 28-man roster, the Dodgers have only used 21 players. Right. I mean, we have barely dug into our bench. Barely.
0: <laughs> I, you look at the bullpen, and they could have dug. They could have dug a lot deeper into their bullpen, and they yeah. just didn't. They just kept going back to Blake Trinan. Gonzalez still hasn't after night. After
2: night. <laughs> Worked. It it, it
0: has worked. I'll say that. But I mean, you still haven't seen some of our best pitchers. You still haven't seen some of our our most efficient arms out of the bullpen. You have still haven't seen some you, pretty good bats.
2: I think you're only just talking about uh, Gonzalez. It's
0: it's Gonsolin, it's really just yeah, it's really just Gonzalez. But I mean, Victor Gonzalez was used very limited. Yeah, very
2: limited for a guy that can eat Save up some him. innings for you. Save him for the World Series, man. I'm there's fine your, with that, dude. That's my World closer. Series closer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brandon also says, please send Jansen home. That's a little mean for him. Rough, uh, yeah. just he him can ball. still get out. I, I think I said it on He could stay in the bubble. I think I said it on one of the uh one of the pregames. You know, you look back at the twenty I think it was two thousand eight. Two thousand eight Red Sox won a World Series with Eric Gagne saving or closing out like thirteen run ball games because watch out there's a microphone there. Uh because he was, you know, done. I'm I do not know if Kenley's done or broken or washed up or whatever it is, but um I I wouldn't take him off the roster this just yet. I I I'm don't disagree, but I think he's earned a little bit more leash to kind of maybe uh move down right there. Uh King Yellowman, our buddy King Yellowman, new guy new face I've seen on here quite often of late. Says Jock Tober. Maybe taking Jock over Eddie in that DH spot. Uh I'm not mad at that. I'm seeing some part uh some predictions in there. Tom Gold says – uh gonsolin needs to start i think he will he'll finally get an outing they're making sure to get him a lot of work during these week these workout days as well so expect tony to be in there i think he might actually get you know like that game four start that'd be cool to see him close it out or whatever and uh he's been fantastic he's been definitely the third best pitcher if not the second best pitcher on the dodgers all season long uh even though he hasn't been with them all season wrong uh, long, but we have a few predictions in here. Yoda, <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us. Yoda says Dodgers in six. We got our boy Ray Bar-Simeon saying Dodgers a perfect five and zero this season, going all the way. Uh, that nineteen eighty eight World Series ring that someone gave me as tribute to my late father. He did get a nice ring. Check it out on on Twitter somewhere. Um, he got a ring. He's going to get more rings in honor of pops. That would be uh, that would be cool. There's a lot of people uh, that you know, would like to be able to honor some late family, honor family, honor everything uh with a win like this and to be able to do it at the same time as Lakers. Double cool. Just saying. Very cool. <laughs> double cool. Sarah says time to let the cat out of the bag. I like that. Ah, that's Tony. Yeah. Do I have a Can meow? I, I gotta find a meow now. You need a meow button. I got Arrgh! close that's enough. Not accurate. One of the last thoughts I had about kind of the matchups in the series. Globe life field. Played there now for a little while, uh, three games in this postseason, and got six games all told, or five games all told. No, six games uh, mm-hmm. in 2020. Braves haven't been there. Dodgers seem to be, even though they said they weren't going to change their game plan, they seem to be not swinging for the fences, as evidenced by their uh, evident by their one home run in that series. Do you think Globe Life plays better for the Dodgers now that they're like kind of? <laughs> smarter yeah i mean if if you
0: start realizing that you can't sock the ball out of there every single time and i think they <laughs> i think they snapped out of it real quick at uh after game one they were like ah this is a big ass field <laughs> we're gonna have to play a different game yeah sure they said that that's not that we're gonna do they said like oh we're not changing our game we're gonna play uh, how we normally play that's not how they normally play that's not they they don't manufacture runs they don't no. push them across like that but no. mookie Betts is been the difference maker he's been the x-factor he's been the spark plug all season long he's changed up the way that they've played slightly albeit not so much because he still socked a whole lot of home runs Mm -hmm. um i don't know i think it's going to be good for the dodgers i think the a's do have a few guys who can sock a few out and that kind of takes them out of things a
2: little bit atls yeah yeah got you yeah see good co-hosts yeah bail each other out thank you on that note kevin's in the stream he says frg wants to honor me yes i do want to honor you Old co-host Kevin, <laughs> honor. <laughs> See it's good there.
0: Travis Darno can't hit as many bombs at Globe by Field. I know, so.
2: right? Superstar slugger, uh, probably friend of not me. <laughs> you're gonna if he if they get through. I think you got to get that tattoo. You did if promise. he makes it through. Yeah, just just like he wasn't an all-star this just double. year. Double, uh, big Steve is calling a, an Acuna bat flip on the fly out. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I wanted to ask Gabe about that, but I didn't really know the the friendly way to be like, "Hey, is Acuna still that way?" Where he's like, hell yeah, and it's like, just, you know, it's like Acuna pimping his shots is like a Charlie a Charlie Steiner home run call that was a a fly out to center. Yeah, (laughs) we've all been there. He is the Charlie Charlie. He's the Charlie Steiner of home run hitters. Bit of um, we'll call it professional position by position breakdown. Throw it up on the screen right there. Another one where it seems to be fairly evenly matched. You got uh you got Mookie of course taking right field that's pretty easy, CT three they gave it to him uh give it to him at second base because um Ozzie Alabes hasn't had a great year Surpri- not surprised I guess it makes sense for them to go Acuna over Belly in in center field uh, I'm doing these in no really particular order as you can see if you guys are watching you know if 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 Belly's starting to heat up maybe it gets a little bit closer match. Pollock and left all that, you know. Obviously, you can take over the infield. I got a burp.
0: That's good. Uh you get JT over at third. Think it makes sense. You got a kind of unpredictable guy in the corner over mm-hmm. there in Atlanta. You got Corey on short. Of course, over uh What's that guy's name? Dan- Dansby. Uh, Dansby. The mm-hmm. uh, Charlie Colberson look alike. Yep. Uh you get it over him. You obviously, CT at second. Freddie Freeman at four at first. Absolutely. Regardless of how well Max Muncy's doing, Freddie yeah. Freeman's probably gonna take it every single year given the way he's playing this year. Will Smith behind the dish over Travis Darno. know, could right? You? Monsters. Uh and then the uh the Braves, the Braves are getting the bullpen edge in this.
2: I think uh maybe there's a little bit of recency
0: bias in that a little bit yeah i mean they played two very bad teams in the playoffs so i guess we can give them that but the dodgers have gotten a very good look at mark melanson in years past Mm -hmm. and in years past he has been boo-boo and very bad bad uh and then you get marcelo zuna over on dh zuna's Crush the freaking I mean mm-hmm. the DH is the best thing that's ever happened to Marcello Zuna.
2: I don't know why he ever signed with any NL team ever in his life. Focusing in on that bullpen like you're talking about there. Dodgers have taken a lot of bats in their careers. Uh these Dodgers have taken a lot of bats in their careers against Mark Melanson. <laughs> Advantage there, you would think. Same against Will Smith, it was a the the pitcher, Will Smith, uh who was a closer for the Bra uh, the the Giants for the last couple of years. And you gotta think that You know, I mean, they faced what's his name, Chris Martin or something like that. Not the not the guy from Coldplay, but they have the pitcher. Yeah, he's like they were. Oh, yellow. You know, you know the words. Yeah, Yeah. that one. See what I did there? See, it was it was a song. Um, but on the on the flip side, Braves don't have all that much experience with people like Gonsolin, D. May. Nope. Bruzdar at all? Uh, Insert other names here. Literally
0: any name out of that bullpen that they don't have any experience with.
2: Yeah. So that you got you got to hope you got to maybe pray that that plays up a little bit but uh we'll find out more um i guess it also depends on who the team decides to add for the uh for the, in the bullpen if they do which they say they're going to do but yada 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 i think uh the biggest thing for
0: me is that the same thing gabe said he's like the further that this series goes the more likely it is that it goes to the dodgers the dodgers are the deeper team they can sustain, sustain this for a lot longer i think if you're going uh If you're going a six game series, I think this is the Dodgers series easily. Yeah. That's it. That's my opinion in this.
1: In a roaring stadium,
0: their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas.
2: Bring them home. Bring them home. home. All right, to to get to- closer to uh, hitting the wrap-it-up button here, we got to talk about uh, some other things around baseball, things around the league, a little bit of news grab bag. Coming all the way back to a question we had at the, the top of the show here, and I think everybody in the audience is going to help us out greatly with this question because, honestly, it's a tough one. But the LCS is set. Game one just happened, and I think Tampa Bay took it. But – I would say right now 99% of the country is is Rays fans because <laughs> it would be wild not to be. Tampa Bay versus Houston. Uh thankfully that's out of our ballpark now by the way. The the uh Houston Astros are not playing at Dodger Stadium anymore so they can stop disrespecting and disgracing our 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 ballpark. But I don't know like do you want again this is this is getting ahead of ourselves everybody. Yes, I understand that, but in a potential World Series matchup, it's going to be one of those teams. It's going to be the Rays or it's going to be the 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 Astros. Who do you want who would you rather face? Well, I will tell you that
0: people are going to sound off in the chat about this pretty soon here, so we'll let those pour in a little bit, but for me, Yes, you would like to take revenge on the Astros. Yes, you would obviously like to get back what's yours. You would like to Mm -hmm. take it back, as they say, I think is their uh, old hashtag or whatever it is. I just don't want to give them any sort of credit. I don't want to say anything good about them. I don't want them to be (laughs) able to go into the season and say at least we make the World Series. I want them to say we got knocked out of the championship series by the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. That's a good feeling Mm -hmm. for me, and I'm okay with that. I think that the Rays are the better team, and I would like to play the better team. Yeah. So, with Good. that being said, I would much rather earn it against a better team than the Astros.
2: It would be the two best teams in the league in all of baseball matching up, and that doesn't always happen. So that would be pretty cool. Of course, it makes a lot more sense on one of these in this a uh, shorter season because it, there's not as much um, you know up and down to happen, and and you know different teams or whatever yada yada words. It's still it's still tough, but it, it, people are agreeing. Hatfield saying no more su- uh, success for the cheat throws and that was when I was asked about this uh, or over the weekend or on Friday or something like that. You know, I was like, I, I just I do not want them to get a pennant. I would love to beat them. I know we can't. We match it very well. We should have swept them. If it wasn't for Kenley. I I just can't let them get another American League pennant. But if we do, it'll be a fun series and it'll be a god awful frustrating series for sure just because we know, I mean, I don't even know if you know what kind of fan base Tampa has. I don't know if they have people on Twitter. I'm not familiar with
0: Tampa base. To be fair though, not familiar with uh, the Braves fan base either, really. I've yeah. gotten like a small taste of it, but there's not really much yeah. there.
2: This is this is definitely a little bit of a, a vanilla series in a way. Yeah, kind of a there's not as much people to talk crap with, you know? <laughs> Padres fans were a lot of fun to talk
0: crap with. I mean, if you guys weren't there for it, they are a lot of fun to talk crap with.
2: Bruce says wanna play the Rays. Uh Sarah says a team with the winning record over the team with the losing record that's big uh on the other hand if we flip it the other way that shows Manfred, hey this was a stupid idea to do your 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 baseball this way with the added uh playoff teams because nobody should be able to get in with a a losing record that's just that's just rude brandon wants to play the astros they're not any good and we would get sweet justice that would be nice to be able to stomp them uh in the flesh i also think there would be a fight jonathan likes your point says uh Preach Brook, uh, Brian, also says no more success for the Cheat Strohs, which I already said. Um, Twiffity on YouTube says the Rays are better than the Astros anyway. They are. Yeah. I would like to have the, the bigger challenge, too. I think we, the Dodgers have risen to the challenge all uh, all season long.
0: It will have a strange feeling to it, to <laughs> say Rays versus Dodgers World Series. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It it doesn't quite have the ring to it that you would hope.
2: It's a hey, that's a big series for uh, Andrew
0: Friedman. It's fans. A, the Andrew Friedman series, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, those are, you look at those his fingerprints. I I think there was a there was the analysis of like if you look at all four teams left in the postseason, Andrew Friedman has his fingerprints all mm-hmm. over every single one of them in mm-hmm. one shape or another. Unfortunately, the Astros too in some way, shape, or form, yeah. but. Yeah, it doesn't quite have the pizzazz to it as no. a Yankees-Dodgers or a Red Sox-Dodgers or even an Astros-Dodgers might have to. But regardless, if we were to get that far, we'd be so lucky, and uh, I'm going to love it no matter what.
2: Yeah, that's a big thing. Again, not not counting our, our, our chickens before the egg hatch or whatever old people say. We definitely got to get there first. Yep. Feel confident about this series. Uh, But, um, you yeah, know, it was a little bit of fun to look ahead. People ask the question, I'm going to answer the question. <laughs> Alright, I, I really didn't expect this one. I want you to take this one. Uh actually wait, no, the other one. The uh, this 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 guy here. I want you to lead that one. Oh, the drive in. Yeah, because oh, I did not expect the reactions this got.
0: No, I <laughs> So if you don't know, the Dodgers are allowing people to go to Dodger Stadium in their cars and safely, socially distance from their cars, watch games on big sixty foot, I believe, screens yeah. is the plan. You'll be spaced out. You'll be required to stay in your car. When you get out of the car to use the restroom, you'll have to use a mask, yada, 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 et cetera, et cetera. It's $75 a car, which to me, I looked at that and I was like, well, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to sit at home and drink beer and eat food <laughs> and stress eat at home because that's the way I do things. But uh-huh. I also understand that fans are different than me. So I thought I – thought, This is going to be a big thing. People are going to really enjoy this. They're going to love the chance to go do something live in person. Mm -hmm. It got torn apart (laughs) on Twitter. Torn apart. I mean, people were just, like, livid about – I think there's two parts of it. Number one, you're paying $75 when a ticket to the championship series itself in Texas Mm -hmm. costs about that, which is kind of –
2: I mean, there's less travel.
0: (laughs) <laughs> kind of tough to kind of tough to justify that, but also it is a Frank McCourt funded venture because it is in the Dodger Stadium parking lot, which means he is getting money from that one way mm-hmm. or another. So it's hard to look at that and say I can gladly hand Frank McCourt more money because nobody ever wants to hand Frank McCourt more money. Nobody.
2: You now, if it's if it's the seventy five dollar thing, you also kind of wonder like you know how many people like will they let vans in there? Can we go rent? A school bus, school bus, something like that. Will they, uh, will they kind of just let let it get to ten people in there? Kevin says, but then you don't have to step foot in
0: Texas, which is a win. That's that, a big that win. Good point. This Mo- is a big Mo- win.
2: Money adds up, and there's again, there's no travel. Not everybody has a place they can go crash at in in Texas, like certain brooks around here. That's true. I do. I can sleep in Texas, but uh, <laughs> Andy says seventy five dollars for Lowe's. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hold on, I'm trying to i trying to load up the uh the the image here because it it looks I don't know I don't know if I want to call it cool, I don't know if I want to call it dumb, but let's let's plug it in right here on on the TV right on my face, right on the face. Um, the screens are kind of the cars are facing each other, so it would be important to uh, turn your headlights off. That's probably uh, that's probably a big FRG pro tip right there. That's important. It, yeah. It, they're they're not selling food, so you can't even go get Dodger Dogs. You can't do anything. They're they're uh, oh Noah said there's a six person limit per car, which I didn't notice. I you know I I've barely read it because I've been trying to enjoy my weekend. We've been trying to enjoy our lives a little bit because this is about to be a, a a fun less than fun thing. But how I just I can't picture people staying in their car for this stuff the
0: way they're asking. Well, I imagine there's going to be somebody there to enforce that. And I think that's the only way that you get people to stay into their cars. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I would like to know what you guys think in the chat. Would you guys be open to going to this? Would you guys be open to paying that amount of money? And if not, if it were a lot lower, still, would you be willing to go to something like this? Mm-hmm. Because for me, you got to take food with you. you got to prepare stuff. You I can't guess. drink in your car because obviously that's illegal and you, you shouldn't do it. not drink in your car. <laughs> um, with that Link. being said... I would much rather sit at my couch and watch the game perfectly from home at my own yeah. volume.
2: Yeah, you got. Uh, plus, you got a nice, you know, fancy new couch. Good TV. Good TV. Good dog. Good dog. Yep. Spanish Can't eat him. <laughs> can't, <laughs> can't eat the dog. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uh, plenty of reused Carl's Junior cups all game long oh, in yeah. that center console, oh, yeah. and then everybody trying to drive out of there more pedo than they would have been from Dodger Stadium because Mucho pelo. yeah. Yeah, you get that little armrest slot right there. We call it the, oh, shit, it's a cop's hole in my car. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I really don't don't actually. Don't have illegal stuff. Yeah, I don't do illegal. Yeah. Anyway, it's weird. It's interesting. I won't do it. I don't think we know people that will do it. But then again, we know a lot of people that are kind of like bored and are desperate to hang out with each other that way. So YOLO. But, again, the other side, there's going to be fans at Dodger Stadium and, and all the – or Dodger Stadium, the other one, uh, Lowe's. <laughs> Lowe's over there in Texas. So a lot of people are, are excited about that. The Dodgers are are very excited to have players uh, in the ballpark. I'm going to be happy happily watching the game at home. Uh, there's a reason we've been doing our pregames remote. It's because it's a longer drive for me to get here to the studio. So I get to stay home and watch the game and we do the whole thing and yada, yada, yada. So on that note, we are going to wrap it up here. But we'll be with you all week long youtube.com Dodgers nation TV uh or wherever you're watching this right now we will be there uh before every game and Doug our, our boy Doug McCain will be there after every game to talk about the Dodgers and we're a lot more uh we're able to be a lot more interactive with y'all on the stream side in those type of shows this we consider this a, a somewhat true-ish podcast don't so, I mean, know. that's a little tough you know we do it trying to do things a little different around here New sheriff in town. Do a little different around here. <laughs> New sheriff in town. Anyways, guys, we love you. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Check out that giveaway. It should be on Instagram sometime soon, but definitely check it out mon- uh, Monday through Monday for sure. 100%. Uh, I apologize for not having that properly set up beforehand. Find us on the internet, DodgersNation.com. There's a whole bunch of stuff there. Click there. It makes us happy and it uh, keeps us alive. Subscribe to Blue Heaven. We are on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, Pandora, Alexa. You can also find us wherever you need it because we're on Amazon Music as well. And again, once again, YouTube.com. Slash Dodger TV. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. You'll be glad you did. You'll be very glad you did, guys. My name is Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3.
0: This guy over here is at RealFRG. We're both on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Dodgers Nation on Twitter, at OfficialDodgerNation on Instagram. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for your Astros hate. Always appreciated that. Go Dodgers. We'll see you tomorrow in the pregame show. Bye. Bye.